0: but I'm more interested in looking at what is going on now. Right. What's going on right now? And more important, what can we do to move forward? Welcome to the King's Court Podcast. Welcome to the King's School Podcast. My name is Raul Villazes, and today we have a very special guest, my friend, john barriga is here in actually i'm here in your house i'm, I'm in your studio i'm in <laughs> well, your welcome. offices here in new york city welcome so man. welcome welcome to the kingsville Podcast, it. brother thanks for appreciate having you it, appreciate you being here so uh, uh, you and i go back about a year and a half oh, yeah, was, year and a half
1: yeah, close to that you know,
0: now. you you, yeah. you called up one day you apply for the program
1: yeah
0: and, and i said that this guy is going through a storm yeah this guy is going through some shit right now and that's why i wanted to make this podcast available for our, our community because I wanted to understand that there's a storm that's going to come. In the next eight to 24 months, there's a storm coming. It's going to hit the economy. It's going to hit the real estate market. Some people right now are thinking like, man, like I'm just getting back from COVID. <laughs> now you're telling me that the storm is coming again. Mm-hmm. So I, I said, let me bring the, the best man that I know how to handle storms into yeah. the podcast. So you could actually tell them a little about your story, share with them how you overcame the storm of COVID and mm-hmm. um, what this should be doing in order for them to, to adapt into the storm.
1: Right. So I came back from, from a, probably a, a, a tough time as it was you know before COVID. And I was just coming back, getting myself back on my feet. Business was thriving. And then out of nowhere, COVID. You know, we heard about COVID coming and this and that. We never thought that Manhattan and the whole country was going to shut down. And that's pretty much what happened. And uh, we're sitting there, all right, thinking that this is going to reopen in a couple weeks. And then we realized it's not. This is going to be around for a while. Um, there were talks about it being opened up and this was March being opening, opening up in August, September, October, gotta make a move. So look, I've, I've been in situations before tough times and I've always kind of rebounded. Always look, I always say there's an opportunity. There's mm-hmm. always an opportunity. And that's exactly what I did. I looked for uh I, first of all, I mean. Oh, in- but before, before that,
0: let's just take him back a little bit because you were, you had a good business before COVID. Things were going good before COVID, right? So a lot of people are listening to, to this podcast right now like, man, right I'm good. I'm good. Things are good, and and I always say the same thing. Good is the enemy of great. Mm-hmm. Like if you're good right now, man, you need to start asking yourself, what do I need to do in order for me to be great, to weather any storm. But I know you, you just like me in in two thousand and eight. We always are very optimistic. Sure. I think being optimistic sometimes in times of of having a storm hurts us, because back in '08, when when the storm ha- uh, happened, I thought it's gonna last six months, maybe a year, without mm-hmm. oh, being being more than a couple of years that we were in, in a recession. And then it started even getting worse and worse. So when you reach out to us, I remember having the conversation, mm-hmm. you also had a lot of other things happening at the same time. You had a lot of other drama. So w- when a storm hits, it's not just one storm. Right. Then it's another one. Then it's another one. Then all of a sudden you start thinking like, man, like the world is ending around me. You know, what is it that, that happened to you that you started to realize, man, I need to get out of this this funk and needed to get out of this situation I'm man because you were kind of like lost the edge during that process
1: I lost the edge exactly and I think it, it, and again it was about it, when, when there's money and, and there's success it kind of disguises everything else that go, that go, that's going on in, in, around me the relationship with my, with my wife my queen that that suffered in a major way um, look my family all turned to me you know when there's tough times they look to me for those answers and um I've been in situations before, but I knew that I just had to figure out how to get out of this. How do, how do, how do I survive? Mm-hmm. You know, Having a location in Manhattan is not cheap. Mm-hmm. Um, properties, home, it's, it's a big overhead um, and there's a lot of people that depend on me. So everything started collapsing, the relationships, um, not knowing, where am I going from here? My vision, everything was, was this, I'm looking at things like, man, everything that I'd thought and everything that I'd planned, is this going to happen? I was trying to be optimistic, but at the same time, look, there's trouble here. Yeah. You know, you, you were feeling that pain. I was feeling that pain. You were feeling that pain.
0: You know, and I, I didn't know, but as you say that, it just takes me back to the time that, that I was in, a, in the tunnel. You know, we, we talk about in, mm-hmm. in, in, a, in, our, in my book, I talk about men go through a tunnel, right? You were in it. You were in the tunnel, in the tunnel where you feel anxiety, where you feel fear, where you feel like the world's in your shoulders. And who can you turn to, you know? So, so what changed? What made a difference? Well, uh, in, in, instead of falling deeper into the tunnel, what made you actually like look for some help?
1: I, I was, I, had, I, I felt that I had nowhere to turn. I'm sitting there looking and all of a sudden what happened was I saw your videos came up. I mean, that's what ended up happening. I'm sitting there and uh, I, remember, I remember sitting at a desk and it, it, it just resembled, it was so much like your own story and sitting at that desk with my hands, through my hair and just sitting there like what the hell am I going to do now? Mm. Where do I turn? I've got everything on my shoulders. I've got this operation. I have this successful business and it's all stopped. It's shut down overnight. Um, but hearing your story, I related so much. I'm like, man, this guy's going what I went through. I'm, I felt it. I felt the pain. And,
0: uh and and I think when I hear that, man, it just gives me chills because, you know, I recorded that video years ago mm. uh, and that video continues to be our number one uh, video that captures the essence of the pain, yeah. like I'm going and throwing shit on the on the wall from my office. I'm drinking a, mm. a, a shot of tequila. You know, I remember doing that video and, I, and, and a, it was one take. Good thing was a one take because I couldn't do two takes with a couple of shots of tequila on me. <laughs> but but I hear that story often, which is like, man, this is my story. Mm. This is w- you know what I'm feeling. You know, so so now that you watch that video, you feel like, man, I'm not alone. Number one, I'm not alone. There's somebody, some crazy guy out there that 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 has, has gone through this, and he's figured shit out. So now, walk me through the process of how do you get yourself to like
1: trust? I was at a point. It's commitment, right? It's what I have. What do I have to lose? I'm at mm-hmm. that point. Where 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 do I go from here? At nowhere. And and your story just it hit home like you wouldn't believe. I'm like, man, I really really related to what you were going through, and. There are a lot of choices, right? There's choices, meaning choices. I could have walked away and ignored it. Mm. But that just hit home and I watched that video and I just took that next step. I remember I think there was a uh, where you type in, you type in some information, you, you put your name, number, email and they schedule a phone call. And that was my first my first phone call was OK, make sure I'm, I'm a, I, I guess, make sure that I fit the program, right?
0: Yeah. right? Make sure you're, you're, you're a real businessman, you know, yeah. that w- because one of the main things that we do, and I, and I talk about leadership and victim mentality. Mm. Uh, what I encounter is a lot of men are in a victim mentality. Yeah. And, and what I want to help them is to get out of the victim mentality and become leaders, right? But there's some guys that are way too much into the victim mentality that no matter what you do, mm-hmm. they don't care about the solution. They're yes. more... Focus on the problem to the solution. So that's what the first goal. Is like, hey, is this guy committed to finding a solution, or is this man committed just to living on the problem? So, mm-hmm. yeah. so now you 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 were vetted. You know, they realized, man, you are a real businessman that we could help you. What was the next? What was the next step that, that was going through your mind?
1: What was going through my mind? Um, look, there's always that 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 doubt. Is this real? Is this something that's going to make a difference? But I kept telling something kept telling me inside. Go for it. Just keep going. Just follow it. Mm-hmm. Follow it. And then we had another call where I got to meet uh, uh, Reg. So we got on the call with him. He gave me hope. I mean, mm-hmm. he really, um, we talked a lot. He went in deep, a little deeper as to what was going on in my life, my relationships, my wife, my kids, business, where I was, what I'd gone through. And um, I think we, you know, the, the call was supposed to be at half hour. I think we went well, went well over an hour. Loved the guy, it was great.
0: I, I, I love Reg, man. And one of, the, one of the best things that Reg does is that he actually cares every single man that's on the call as as a business owner as 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 the guy who's running uh the company to 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 help scale my situation was always like number one is care for the client Mm. but at the same time protect your energy protect your energy so now he gave you some value and and he gave you hope
1: yeah he gave me hope and i realized then that there's other guys that are going through the same same Mm. things that i'm going through he's like man and then the next step was of course to for us to have our phone call. And that was a great call.
0: <laughs> and, and, I, and I remember this call in particular because I was on vacation in, in Puerto Rico. I was with mm-hmm. my wife and the red says, you got to talk to this guy. And he's like, man, like just make sure this guy's real. Just make sure this guy is, is ready to do something about it. Mm-hmm. I remember you and I got on the call and I just came out of the pool. Like I'm like my, my queen is waiting for me in the beach and I have to come into the room, to take this call. So from the beginning, I'm like, listen, I'm gonna give this man like, like a wake up call because don't waste my fucking time. I'm not gonna waste your time. Yeah. Don't waste my fucking time. So, what was the the trigger for you to say, like, man, I need to I need to find my edge? Once we had that conversation, I, I,
1: you know, I am you know, I was in that stage of man blaming others and blaming the, everything that was going on around me. But at the same time, I also there was a part of me that says I got to find the solution and I got to move forward because I'm not one to sit back and let shit happen. So, and I think that what really hit was when we were on that phone call. First of all, you asked me where I was, what, you know from a, uh, from one to ten, where am I with my relationship in, in with my wife? where am I spiritually? where am I physically, and where am I in business? right? We later learned four B's, and um, I think I was at four tops. that was pretty much an average of, of three. Um, and then when I talked to you about what went on and what happened to me, I remember you turn around and you say, "You know brother can I, can i can I be straight with you?" And I said, "Sure." and you tell me. You're, you're stuck you know you're stuck in the past you're thinking about what you had instead of thinking of what you what you can do and what the future can, can bring so um, that for me really at home it really made me realize what's been going on and I've been stuck I was stuck there just thinking about everything that was done mm. you know again victim feeling like you know everybody's cheated me everybody's hurt me everyone's uh, and I'm blaming the world um, and that, that, after that phone call, it was a wake-up. It was a wake-up call. And, then and, then- I,
0: and I remember that because you know, when, when we talk to men, everybody tends to tell me about how great they were in the past. Yes. Oh, I had this success in the past, Raul, uh-huh. I had this. Oh, but you know, this guy hurt me, or this person did this, or the economy did that. I'm always in the frame listen, I don't give a fuck what happened in the past. The past is just, I'm looking at the past to get some track records to see if you actually got some wounds in you, some ammunition that we could use. But I'm more interested in looking at what is going on now. What's going on right now? And more important, what can we do to move forward? What's the next step? What's the next level? So that's when I call you out. I said, listen, man, you're stuck in the past. You're living in the past. You want to blame somebody else? But the reality is you are the one who created this shit. You are the problem. But the beautiful thing about this of owning the problem is you're also the solution. So I remember you at that point you could you couldn't even afford the program. You saw so on the water with your business and on your finances, like Raul, like I want to go in, but I don't, I don't even have the money. And we, we kind of made up some payment arrangements. Sure. So tell me about that mentally, because the reason I want to share that with with the audience because sometimes the hardest thing is to raise your hand and ask for help because right. our ego is bruised. Like shit, I, what could this guy teach me? You know that that was me. I I refused to ask for help until I was drowning. Yeah. But the moment that you're drowning, if somebody gives you a, a, some help and says, "Hey, man, I'm, I'm gonna help you. We're gonna, we're gonna work this out," very few people, very few people actually uh, allow themselves to humble themselves enough to say, "Hey, man, thank you, and I'm, I'm not gonna disappoint." Because most people will, will say, "You know what? When I have it, I'll do it, mm-hmm. or let me figure it out and I'll do it." No, you're like, "Hey, I need to let's work on this. Let me let's create something so 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 I could expand." So what was going through your mind at that moment that you were able to say, man, like, I, I really need help. And I'm going to do everything I can from my side to go all in.
1: Right. Um, I think it, it, yeah, well, at that moment, I was, again, feeling that it was a decision I had to make and a commitment. And I realized yeah, it was a commitment. And hearing, hearing what you told me and watching your story and talking to Reg, you know, it made me realize, look, if I go into this, I got to go all in. And I think that when, when, when I got involved, I said, you know, um, there's no turning back here. Mm -hmm. This is a commitment. Um, And I didn't want to disappoint. You know, if I'm making a commitment and you believe in me and, and I realized that you're, you don't just bring anyone in. So for me, it was like, I'm going to show, I'm going to prove I am that guy and prove to myself. I've got that. I want that edge back. And, And I think
0: that is key for everybody who's listening to this as a leader, we have the power to help somebody and empower them. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, we have to have that thin line of not saving them. Cause I told you from the beginning of mm-hmm. this we're not here to save you. I'm here to help you lead, but you have to humble yourself to be led. Right. Right. So you went from like, so there was a catastrophe. So the, the market, you know, wasn't doing, what was supposed, what, what you wanted to do COVID happened. How did you turn around? Like what, like what started to happen? What did you focus in order for you to actually turn things around?
1: I had to let go of the past. That was number one. I had to let go. And when I let go, now everything started being more clear. Instead of worrying about everything that, that had happened to me, who did this, lost it, thinking about what all, everything that I had. Um, and then I started moving forward. And that was a decision there. And letting that go, that, was, that was a made, made a major difference in my life. Man, when you say that, it just brings me back to so many times that I held on
0: to it, held down to the stories. Cause that's what we do. We create yeah. stories. This person did this or this. And I recently had a conversation with my wife um, day, night, a couple of weeks ago. And we go back to the conversation that both of us had in, in, this, in this beautiful setting when you know, I said to her, are you happy? And she's like, no, I'm not happy. So, well, I'm not happy either. Mm. <laughs> so instead of us continuing to blame each other, like what can we do to make each other happy? Right? Getting real with the present, letting go of the past and moving forward. Cause that's where the opportunity is 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 looking what can we do to get out of where we are right now where the opportunity is Mm. so now you let go of the past you thought okay i'm gonna let go like now the reality still hits there's no cash flow coming in (laughs) and there is there is you know not business everything is frozen in new york city Mm. you know what what did you find what was the opportunity
1: well one thing i remember I, i think we had our call i joined i said okay i'm in Um, And I think um, the next step was a few days later, I was on the morning, the the Monday call, the edge call. And that was a group of guys, I didn't know what to expect. I'm like, I'm just gonna sit in and listen in. And right away, you know, you brought my, you call my name, you say, John, tell us a little bit uh, about your, what's going on. Interesting thing, when I'm sitting there, I hear people referring to their wives or their queens. Mm -hmm. That was another thing that, I was like, queens, who are the queens, by the way? (laughs) (laughs) So it was was good. Um, And one thing that I realized, rather quickly was the guys that were going through, that were also in the tunnel mm-hmm. and going through the tough times. And guys that have been in the program for over a year um, and, and seeing how successful they were. And then I'm thinking to myself, okay, maybe I don't fit in, right? Mm. These guys are all successful guys. I was, I'm thinking going back again, I was successful, yeah, I'm not yeah. successful yeah. today, right? So, but I think that, um, and then I started thinking about it, I'm like, all right, these guys were where, where I was. You know, where I was or where I am now, so, and they got out of it. So it gave me hope, but again, mm. it was just that commitment and hearing stories. And a couple of times I'm like, man, not sure, not sure, but I stuck with it, you know. So association, I, I, yeah. association.
0: So so yeah. now you start letting go of the past, you found a group of men, mm-hmm. uh, and that's what I love about our community, man. Our community, we, we, you just spoke at a leadership summit uh, event that we, uh, we, we had recently. Our community is not here to, um, to save people, but we're here to help them lead. And that's what men like you, that the worst thing I could do so to guys like you and I is to have pe- people have pity on us. Like right. that was my fear. If I, if yeah. I raise my hand, like, oh, I'm so, you know, I feel bad for you, Raul. Well, no, we don't want that shit. Yeah. We want somebody that says, hey, man, here's how you get out of your situation. Mm-hmm. Here, here are the tools, you know, here's a shovel. Dig yourself out of your, your hole. I think that's what you, what you saw. You saw some men said, hey, John, welcome to the fucking club. Oh, yeah. We all been there. We yeah. all done some crazy shit. Now it's time for us to, to lead with, with intention. And, and what did you do after that?
1: After that point, I mean, look, I started. Well, first of all, we've got the app. We've got different uh, talks. And, and you put, I think shortly after, I was put on a team, which is great. And we started sharing stories. And the great thing is the team leaders are guys that have been in the program for, for a while. Um, and that what I, what I love the most is just being able to call these guys. Mm. It wasn't just the team call. These guys were available to me and, and to share my story. And, you know, and again, being in an area, in a place. I couldn't share what I was going through outside mm. of this, outside of this, outside of the, uh, the community here. I couldn't, I mean, there weren't people that related to what I was going mm. through very few And here. It's a great community guys. And, uh, you know, there's a f- the few guys that really made a big difference and I think that's available to everyone that comes in. You know, you've yeah. got guys that really, that have been around my myself now I'm always coming out and I heard some of the new guys that were at the leadership summit, you know, and I saw myself, you know, mm. when I see these guys and listen to this story and I just love to share what I would, what I had gone through. So
0: it's you know, a lot of people who look at my content I look at the stuff that we put out, they think like, man, could, could this be true that, you know, there's some men out there that want to help other men? Because we're mm-hmm. so used to this events, these conferences or this place where everybody wants to take. Everybody wants yeah. to take. I always tell them, listen, nobody in this room is going to try to sell you shit except for me. Because, listen, full disclosure, I'm always going to try to sell you on something. <laughs> right. I'm going to sell you on you. Like, I want you to yeah. do something. I want you to take action and, and, and do something with information. Not just, I just. Absorb it, right? Yeah. So how did So, you know, I know you started another company within there. Was it an idea that somebody said, like, how did you start the next, the next stage of the company? The next stage? What, what, what company did you create?
1: Well, when, in the very start, there was, I had to be in, uh, again, I had, to, I had to pay bills, I had to make money. So I'm like, again, there's always opportunities, right? What was the opportunity for me? I was in the janitorial service years ago, and I saw there was a need now, right? Buildings had to be clean and disinfected because of COVID. Um, so I, I went into that business, and within a couple months, we had some accounts and some big accounts. It was some large. It was one big vitamin company that had uh, some employees that had it, and they had a shut down, and the entire place had to be cleaned up over hundreds square feet. So guys, I put on a hazmat suit, hired hmm. some guys. We're all in hazmat suits. I bought these electric static sprayers. I know the business, so I kind of understood what needed to be done, and I was in business, hmm. and that's what got me through the first uh, first few months.
0: And I think that's where a lot of people are not willing to reinvent themselves. Mm. They're stuck into, you know, their fancy titles. They're stuck into the fancy, you know, CEO or founder. No, you got to get your hands dirty. Yeah, like you have to make shit happen. Like that's what I love about your story. Is like, man, you were not afraid. You go from this fancy place in Fifth Avenue where you, all your medical offices were. No, no, I need, to, I need to figure things out. I need to get some cash flow. So you went there, you created the, the company, you started to get some cash flow. And then, then what happened?
1: Yeah, well, we had uh, we started doing that, and we ended up building and making some money, and cash flow was flowing. But it wasn't what I really wanted to do. But look, I'm in healthcare, and then there was an opportunity. Now we had there was COVID testing. All of a sudden, the city wants to open up, companies they want to open up, people have to be tested, people are traveling, so I got into COVID testing. I'm familiar with the. I'm in again healthcare had connections through labs, and now we started doing uh, COVID testing throughout New York. So you went from
0: zero experience, in the, because nobody had experience in COVID tests. No. You went from zero, you adapted to the situation with the cleaning services, then you found a niche and on, 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 on a problem that the, 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 the economy had, and they were able to fill it. And how, how many tests are you guys, at the peak, how many tests were you doing a, a week or a month?
1: Uh, we were doing about 150,000 tests per month.
0: So that's a lot, of, lo- a lot of testing. That's a lot, a lot of, testing. of testing. So you, you ended up making a lot of money through, through, through helping people. We did well. And yeah. that's, and that's where I want, I want so, the yeah. listeners and people to understand that in moments of chaos, there's always opportunities. And in recession times, because we, I believe we're going to get into a, a, a recession in the next 8 or 24 months, there's opportunities for you to add another zero to your bank account. Mm. So I know that you're doing eight figures a month and you, you're, not, you're not stopping. I mean, you, you, you're investing that money in real estate. You're buying other companies. Like now, now that niche helped you kind of establish yourself to see what's possible. So where did, so when did, did it click for you to, to think like man, like, man, this is like, because I know you and I have some calls. I'm like, man, this is just the beginning. Instead of saying, oh, I made it. Well, you know, I'm sure. making eight figures a month. You know, I made it. No, this is just the beginning.
1: Absolutely you know, it's funny because years ago I was, again, successful in other businesses. And there was a point that, man, I had created this, this business. I was in, in, in a surgical center business and I thought I was at the top of the world. And I thought that that was like my, my peak. I had reached the top. Now, that's just, I think back and it was so small and now there's no limits, mm. no limits. Uh, you know, again, like you said, we're, je- we're involved in other businesses. Um, buying new other, other businesses, real estate. we're involved in real estate, and we're still doing tons of testing. Um, and then there's other areas. We're doing some other type of testing at this point. So we're expanding from that.
0: Man, l- listen, your story is going to impact so many people that right now are going to either feel the, the, the recession or are feeling the, the, uh, the way to reinvent themselves because of COVID. Mm. Uh, and one of the main reasons I wanted to have you in, in this podcast is because I want people to understand that if you look for help, there's other ways out there. Like, I believe God is always looking for somebody to help. It's just sometimes we are just stuck in the past that we don't receive the help. Mm-hmm. We're stuck in our own story instead of allowing God to say, hey, here is opportunity. Opportunity for you didn't look like a nice, shiny object. Opportunity for you looked like I need to get down and dirty and start cleaning offices exactly. back in the and humble myself. And from there, look at that, from that place, mm-hmm. God gave me opportunity for the COVID testing. And then you started to serve and help people. And then you started making millions by helping people. And now the doors are opened up for you again because now you have no limits. Right. You know, now what is the biggest thing that you, that, you know, at the Leadership Summit, you said something that like your biggest wins. What was the biggest wins, you know, out of this storm that came out? What was the biggest blessing that you got out of it?
1: The biggest blessing, I would say the relationship, relationship with my wife, my queen. I think that's really been uh, and that's one thing that i love about this program because it's not just about business it's about your it's about your relationships your bonds spiritually where you are um and i think but and let me tell you that was probably the toughest one was to repair that relationship Mm -hmm. with my my queen um but now and you guys are on fire. We're on it's fire. Power, power couple. You just we're came out of
0: you, you just came out of a nice vacation with a boat. Yeah. You know, she, you named the boat after her, right? That's right. It was a lady. Lady Z. Lady Z. You Zette. know, and, and it makes me smile, John. To, I, I told you, there's a leadership summit. When mm-hmm. you get up on the stage in front of all these businessmen, I said, my biggest success is not my business, but my relationship with my queen. I was yeah. able to repair that and bring passion and connection. And now we're like, you know, we're back in love together with this passion. I think that sure. during tough times. That's the first thing that goes in with most men. We create this wall of separation with our, with our queens. Yeah. And, and in, our, in their mind, like, fuck, they can't help us. right? So we feel helpless. They feel helpless. And then that's why divorce is a, is a big issue in entrepreneurs. Why? Because we don't know how to handle our failures right. with a partner. When things are good, then we're good. But when things are bad, then we don't want anybody to know. That's so true. listen, I honor your brother for, for making it work. I know this is just the beginning. Yeah, because right. our relationship is just getting started, man. We're going to start building more companies, helping more men, more people. And we have a big vision. Right here in this, in this, in this city, Massachusetts Square Garden, 10,000 men, 2025, brother. Looking
1: forward to it. Looking forward <laughs> that's it. to it. Thank
0: you, brother. I appreciate it. I appreciate you. It. Thank I, appreciate you. you. <laughs> I appreciate you. So if you're watching this uh, podcast, make sure you subscribe. Make sure you log like into our King's Code book. Buy the book. Read the book. Apply what's in the book. Because the best is yet to come. Learn it. Live it. Experience it. Love life. If you're ready to find the edge, go to kingscodebook.com to get the latest copy of my book, The King's Code. This book will help you find the clarity, the certainty, and the purpose that you need in order for you to lead with power. Go to kingscodebook.com and find your code to the edge now.